And welcome to the podcast of Do You Know the Mob? I'm your co-host, Sam the Man Bren, and our lovely, good-looking fellow over there in Johnson State, Tennessee, a.k.a. Little Chicago. It's the one, it's the only. Brandon Ellis, and you know what? I appreciate throwing out a little little town motto, a little... Little little history right there for you folks. Hey, you know, don't forget our second episode of Al Capone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Way back when, if you've been listening since that long, we appreciate it. I know our audio was not great then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that one was good because we were using the studio. <laughs> oh, that's right. We were in the studio, so it's we, probably the best audio in the entire show. <laughs> the problem is, Brandon, we started too strong. You know, we should have. We, we had nowhere to go but down. <laughs> the problem is it's like when you do a workout, folks, in the gym. You hit it hard January 2nd, and by the 5th, you're so tired you don't want to go back. <laughs> uh, Brandon, I kept getting stellar reviews of Wayne and Cindy Ellis <laughs> coming visiting you guys in, uh, in Tennessee. How was that visit? Oh, man, let me tell you what. All of six foot nine Papa Wayne coming to town, it's a great time. <laughs> Played a little pickleball, did a little hiking, some other stuff, ate some barbecue. It was a good time. How was the uh, pickleball with the folks? I feel like it's just a game anybody can play, pretty much. Oh, Sam, like any game that everybody can play, only a few will master. I have yet <laughs> to do that. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was the first time they played, and we went and bought, you call them rackets? Paddles. I think paddles. rackets. Paddles. You were close. Paddles. We went and bought some paddles. paddles, so it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon, have you ever uh, heard the famous um, Amazon reviews for the Harbo uh, gummy bears? Gummy bear. Have you ever heard about those? I have, but it's been it's been a while. They I mean, have pretty funny though, if I'm correctly. Oh my goodness, they're hilarious. I just I could go through a whole episode of just reading these to you. <laughs> they're probably pretty. Uh, they're probably pretty funny. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know what it is. This one, um, I'm saying it's one star, of course. It's it's titled "See You in Hell, Sugar-Free Gummy Bears." <laughs> <laughs> it was. It doesn't was, like Coke Zero. <laughs> It was my last class of the semester and the final exam, 30% of our grade. We've all been there, right, Brandon? We've all been there. Oh, yeah. After a late night study session, I felt confident, but I had to decide between sleeping in or cooking breakfast. My eyelids closed sleep. My stomach later re- or, uh, my stomach later regretted this decision. After several uncomfortable stomach growls, I finally decided to make a quick stop by the campus bookstore and grab a snack before my test. <laughs> since the semester was ending and everyone was going home for the summer a lot of items were on sale including the snacks and candy that they kept up front being in the hungry state that i was in it felt only logical to pick the largest yet least expensive candy first mistake right there <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> and there they they sat two bags of sugar-free gummy bears but they get one free what a deal i thought oh, naively boy. i would eat one bag before my test and one after as I walked to class, I gleefully chewed on these <laughs> abominable little bastards. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hold it together. <laughs> Unaware of the utter mayhem that they would soon unleash on my poor, poor 
uh, let's just say buttocks or something. (laughs) I sat down on my desk as the professor informed us that due to issues with cheating in the past, restroom breaks would be prohibited. Uh, This happened to to me once on a final exam. I really had to go to the bathroom. And but luckily I had a professor that just didn't care. But my friends were like, did you cheat? I'm like, no, I had to go that bad. Um, I'll give you 10 minutes to use the restroom now. This will be your last chance. The demon bears hadn't released their unholy <laughs> necrosy upon my stomach yet. So my moment of <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> so my moment of ignorant. Uh, oh, shoot. Oh, oh, foolishness. I remain seated, still munching on those miniature bear shaped bombs. <laughs> the description is just on point here. Uh, it started suddenly at first, almost like a slight tingly sensation in my lower abdomen. I thought nothing of it, assuming my intestines were just doing their thing. Little did I know that my intestines were trying desperately to warn me of the horror that was on the horizon. (laughs) By question nine, it happened. But this time it was followed by sharp pain. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I fought to contain the groan that tried escaping my lips. It was at this point I began to panic. Something was going horribly long. (laughs) I need to get through the test before it got worse. By question 14, my worst fear was upon me. The same bears burning hot liquidy dark magic crashed against my in a tidal wave. (laughs) I was able to close the hatch just in time, but those relentless toxic bears beat against it like orcs, breaking down the doors of Helm's Deep. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so later on, uh, it looks like he puts a lot of the answer C on his test. (laughs) I burst into the restroom like the Kool-Aid man, and behold, the handicapped stall was empty. Sun rays from the adjacent window shone upon it, (laughs) as it were a gift from God himself. (laughs) It took me less than half a second to undo my belt buckle, pull down my pants, and finally relax (laughs) upon the toilet seat. It took absolutely no effort to expel this demon. (laughs) Oh, man. Almost immediately, the floodgates of hell were opened and the liquefied souls where the gummy bears cried as they burned through. Oh, man. After 30 minutes of this, I immediately went home, dug a hole in my backyard, and burned the remaining bags of gummy bears. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then it ends with this. I leave with this. Do not, I repeat, do not eat these spawns of Satan. Not only did they cause me to fail my final test, but the anguish I experienced is something I wouldn't wish upon anyone, not even the wor- my worst enemy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, the, the only place beating down these, the gate at Helm's Deep. <laughs> the only place these godforsaken bears belong to are buried deep beneath their surface. Oh, man. So that just got me. That has nothing with what we're going to talk about, Brandon. But I was so uh, <laughs> the See, evil gummy the bears. Part of my day. They strike again. <laughs> oh man. Well, on that note, Brandon, let's do our trivia. <laughs> oh my gosh, folks, that's that was amazing. Oh. All right, Brandon, I'm going to give you a movie line, and you got to give me the movie. All right. Okay. I'll throw you- I'll throw you some easy ones. I'll throw you some tough ones. But I believe in you. You got this, all right? Okay. Don't eat gummy bears while you do this. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. All right. We aren't in Kansas anymore. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Now I understand. Now it's yeah. uh. Oh, you know mm-hmm. it. No. <laughs> Brandon's oh gonna be gosh. embarrassed on the podcast. We aren't in Kansas anymore. Dorothy and it's yep. a wonderful Wizard of Oz. Wonderful. Yes, Wizard of Oz. Good job. Wizard oh of yeah. Oz. Oh yeah. It was almost too easy, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think I can't help myself, and I'm probably going to end up doing uh, accents with it. Or doing oh, please. It. please. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Godfather. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Brandon, show me the money. Mm. <laughs> I bet your oh. wife does this one. Show me the show. money. Well, maybe she does. Ball? I don't know. Sorry, what? Is it Moneyball? Nope. No, no, no. Uh, it's... Uh, a cross between sports and a rom- romantic movie. It's a classic. It's the one and only Jerry Maguire. Show me the oh, money. I would, not, I would not have gotten that. Oh, wow. that's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, Brandon, you can't handle the truth. Ooh. Oh, a few good men. Yep. Good job. Good job. Yeah, they're all the Tom Cruise ones, apparently. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Oh, that I saw this movie the other day for the first time. What? Did you really? Okay. Yes, it's it's been a couple of months, but yeah, yeah. Um, I I bet your wife was excited to have you watch watch this one. It's all about Sally. It's Sally. You're it's, close. Harry met Sally. Harry, Harry met Sally. Sally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have what she's having. Uh, if you build it, they will come. Ooh. I'll give you a hint. It is a sports one. I'm not sure how helpful that will be, but, you know. It's sports or it's not sports? It is sports, yep. Oh, boy. If you build it. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Oh, I've gotten that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's see here. You're going to need a bigger boat. Ooh. I'm throwing a lot of classic ones. You're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, (laughs) Noah? Jaws. Jaws. Oh! Done. Right. Um, Houston, we have a problem. Oh, Apollo 13? Is it Apollo 13? Attaboy, yep, yep. Um, Oh, here's Johnny. Oh, yes. Uh, The Shining. (laughs) You and I went to where they filmed it, right? We did. Well, where where it was based off of Yap in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Ooh, that's not the Godfather. <laughs> that no. is, I've seen the first. I, uh, mm, You'll know when I say it's it. Al Pacino, but yeah, yeah, it's it is. It is Scarface. Scarface. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I want to say American Gangster. I knew that was wrong. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in a corner. Mm, dirty Ooh. dancing. Attaboy. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm king of the world. Ooh, I wouldn't have gotten this one. Uh, I'm king of the world. All I can think of is Michael Scott in the front of the yacht on the lake <laughs> when it. <laughs> so that's oh, kind of t- a hint. Titanic. It Titanic? is. It is. Good job, Brandon. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I feel the need. The need for speed. Oh my gosh! Everybody another- watched this movie and their moms in the last year. It's Top mm. Gun. Attaboy. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> um, Classic. I know you know this one, Brandon. A martini, shaken, not stirred. 
It's definitely James Bond. I'm trying to remember which movie from James Bond it is. Uh, the one, the one I have on here says Goldfinger. I feel Goldfinger. like, has he said it a few times, or am I making that up? No, he has. I think Goldfinger is the first time he said that. There's probably a James Bond fan out there that knows the exact one. I think he said yeah. it more recently in some of the ones that, uh, oh shoot, the current actor that just finished up, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. The second. Who's uh? Have movie. they announced the new one yet? The new guy. They. I, mm, I don't know. I know there's some contenders. Yeah. I think Always. he's the second best one after Sean Connery. Aren't you uh, planning on putting your resume in for that one? You know, I'm just trying to figure out who I have to email. <laughs> um, well, you know, James Bond's girlfriends always die. We don't, we don't want that happening to Hannah. So. <laughs> yeah, probably don't need that. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, I may not be a smart man, but I do know what love is. Ooh. Yep, there it is. I gave you probably two easy ones, but good job, Brandon. You did a good good work on that. Hey, I was just sad you didn't throw a Dark Knight or Batman reference in there. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I should have. I should have. All right, so Brandon, today we're going to do um, a guy that was uh, a shout-out to one of our buddies. He gave us this guy a long time ago, so I, I really apologize for not doing it sooner. But Christian Brewer, shout-out to the man, Cup of Brew. Ooh. He's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, our Colorado friend. He sent us, uh, he said we have to do, I believe his name is James Galante. I think that's how you pronounce it. Pronounce it. Galante, G-A-L-A-N-T. And uh, his nickname is The Cigar. So James Ooh. Cigar Galante. Yeah. He like, so, sounds like he likes some tobacco. <laughs> so this is a little more of a recent guy, and you'll see why. He made he made news uh just a few years ago and i believe there's a good netflix movie on him too oh uh, wow yeah you and you might have heard about this as we go through the story brandon <clears throat> but um james was born in brooklyn new york city in january 1953 in 1975 he started at the air force and was later honorably discharged he then started working as a driver for a sanitation company and this is important because this will lead into a lot of his doings <laughs> yeah he, so he eventually went on to own 25 trash disposal businesses uh sounds like a good front that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> the company was estimated to be worth about 100 million dollars and handled about 80 percent of connecticut's trash business in different parts of new york since 1993 the business has been accused now of getting rid of the local competition in the areas from no bid contracts and payments uh, connected with the Genovese crime family. See, that's a little bit of a giveaway if there's not much competition in your area. <laughs> no one's really competing against us. I, I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> so as a result, businesses and residents were paying inflated prices on their trash. <laughs> in 2006, federal authorities made a 93-page indictment on Galante and the business. They were accused of racketeering, extortion, mail, wire fraud, witness tampering, tax evasion, and lots more. That's uh, 93 that's pages. Recent. I figured that's quite a quite a rap sheet there. <laughs> that's recent. 2006? Yeah, yeah. Other people who were indicted uh, was, was um, the mayor, uh, some Genevieve's family members, and other people totally up to about 33 people. So this was a huge bust. Very huge. Very huge. Mm-hmm. 
1999, Galante was sentenced to 12 months and a day in federal prison after pleading guilty to tax evasion. In 2008, he admitted to charges of racketeering, conspiracy to commit fraud, defrauding IRS, all that. And this uh, would be under the federal sentencing guidelines. So, Brandon, can you explain to our audience and to me what federal sentencing guidelines are exactly? Yeah, that exactly, Sam. So, federal sentencing guidelines are a set of non-biting rules established by the United States federal court system in the year 1987 to provide a uniform sentencing policy for criminal defendants convicted in the federal court system. Okay, so that was a big definition. But what it basically Mm -hmm. means is it's a set of guidelines. So you don't have to follow them, but these are good parameters for you to follow to have more uniform convicting in the federal court system. So there's two big factors that they look into when they do this. The conduct Mm -hmm. associated with the offense. So how violent was the crime? Was it pickpocketing? Was it murder? Was it premeditated? And then they also look at the defendant's criminal history. So is this a first-time offender or is this a repeat offender? Mm -hmm. Um, And these are used to gauge the seriousness of the crime. So basically you're trying to kind of whittle it down to see, okay, what exactly happened? You know, and is this person, has he done this before? Is he not? Um, Yeah, and they go down deeper. There's more specifics, but that's the overarching idea behind it. Um, And with that being said, he was forced to forfeit controlling interest in his business, and that was worth over $100 million. So that's really um, what they came to on it? Wow. mm -hmm. And he was released after seven years, seven years of prison. Um. As the 33 men were involved in the case, they uh, were died in and tried and had to pay a quarterly mob tax. A mob tax. Mob tax? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, the other day, Brandon, I stayed at a hotel, and the hotel, like, they do different taxes. It's ridiculous now. One of them literally said privilege tax. I was like, what the heck is a privilege tax? <laughs> Did you ask them? No, but there's, like, tourist tax, sales, or, ta- or what else? Uh Lodging tax, tourism tax. I mean, they, they just have different taxes uh, on these hotels now. Uh, no wonder Airbnb tax means. Yeah, no, yeah, no wonder Airbnb uh, made them mad at first because, like, hey, they need to be taxed like us. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, so like every other defendant in the case, the bag man responsible for, del- for delivering the money pleaded guilty. And uh, there was some interfering with the federal grand jury. So uh, Galante was indicted in 2006. So he just kept like it was not over, like after seven years, basically. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, He acknowledged that he defrauded the IRS, including writing double paychecks to some employees and having them return one of them to him in cash, claiming items he purchased for his girlfriend's horse farm, (laughs) including hay. Uh, and a widescreen television as business expenses. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, James was agreed to forfeit his stake, uh, as we said. And then, um, okay, so here's where he made the news and like on Netflix and probably how Christian Brewer heard of him. So he was famously known as the owner of the Danbury Trashers. Brandon, you might be wondering, was the Danbury Trashers? They were a minor <laughs> league hockey team, Okay. And okay. he got in huge trouble because in 2006, uh, the coach and Galante and uh, the guy that also got in trouble being the hand, money handler, they were indicted for defrauding the United Hockey League. OK, <laughs> so they uh, allegedly violated the 
team salary cap. So as you know, sports teams have a salary cap they have to stay within to paying players. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so uh, basically, uh, there was wire fraud relating to him just paying the players under the table, like extra money. So they were, you know, the players were making more than what their salary said. Mm-hmm. According to the indictment, the Trashers' real payroll was nearly $750,000. So almost three times the allowed money. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. These allegations, the Trashers suspended operations and released their players. In 2008, Galante pleaded guilty to these charges. Uh, in a separate incident, in 2004, he was charged with assaulting a UHL official during a game between the Trashers and the Kalamazoo Wings. So oh who knows God. how that went? Like, you know, must have disagreed with the call or something. <laughs> uh, James was also accused of donating to the Political Action Committee, which laundered money to several politicians who may have used their influence to award contracts to Galante's trash hauling business. <laughs> so this Gosh. went to the government. <laughs> Yeah, this. Who would have guessed the trash business could have been some shady stuff going on? <laughs> who would have thought there's some serious money in it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, apparently, the former state assemblyman uh, Willis Stevens served, and he accepted over nine thousand dollars from Galante. Uh, on his recommendation, the town board then awarded a no bid garbage contract of one point five million dollars to Galante. Uh, the investigation. Uh, yeah, just found all this. So in 2007, the former Connecticut State Senate minority leader, Louis DeLuca, pleaded guilty to misdemeanor charges in connection with Galante. So this guy was connected. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everyone. Yeah. So DeLuca had asked Galante to threaten the husband of DeLuca's granddaughter, who was believed of being abused. <laughs> so I hired, hired a mobster to do that. Uh, DeLuco also accepted large donations from James Galante and his associates, promised to look out for Galante's interest. Uh, state Senate committee was considering an appropriate sanction to DeLuca. Other Connecticut politicians, including the U.S. Senator, received campaign funds that were raised by Galante um, that were linked on his behalf. So uh, anyways, yeah, this went all the way to the top pretty much in Connecticut, just who would have guessed, Brandon, we'd be talking about a guy that had to do with hockey, sanitation, and government. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. But this is probably our more recent guy. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's James Galante. So what would you think of that, Brandon? <laughs> that's interesting. So what happened to him? He ended up in jail for seven years. But what afterwards? I think they're still going through a lot investigation. And it even says the guy I just talked about, DeLuco, his, uh, basically he resigned from the Senate. But, uh, but yeah, I think these uh, Galante is going to be going in and out for a while with trials and stuff. Because, you know, at first it was the trash sanitation, and now they're linking it to these politicians. And then you got the hockey situation. And then he's he obviously was, yeah, pay, being funded or funding guys. So uh, they're still ongoing is my, is my answer. <laughs> yeah, Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't get to the part of Cigar. I assume his nickname is Cigar because he probably had a cigar a lot. But uh, <laughs> that's my hey, guess. Hey, there we go. Well, let's go with that. I like yeah. it. Well, folks, thank you for listening to Do You Know the Mob. Uh, we love the five-star review, so help us out there. And, Brandon, I think we're almost to 60 Spotify subscribers. So keep on following us. Or followers. So keep on following us, folks. Keep on following us. Please give us a follow. Recommend us. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I'm Sam Bren. 
Brandon Ellis. Signing off. Hey, listeners. Or as we like to say, our nosy neighbors. I'm Mary. And I'm Kylie. And we are the hosts of Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. We cover well to not so well-known solved cases. Find us on your favorite podcast platform. See you in in our our neighborhood. neighborhood. Cheers. Cheers.